Sarah. And I'm Jermaine. And this is another episode of Cleverty's Hash Podcast. I'm very happy because today we are going to be talking about something that matters a lot to me. Oh. Okay. Happiness. 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 Yes, that's right. We are in our happy colours today. Yellow yes. is my happy colour. You know. It is a very happy colour, don't you think? Very sunshine, full of positivity. Mm. Correct. Yes. And it's funny that you mentioned sunshine because uh-huh. I always say this. At my deathbed, the only thing I want someone to say is, she was a ball of sunshine. Aww. Wow. I will be sure to say that. Yeah, me, to too, every, me too. I will stand there for 10 hours and say, she, she was, was such a ball, a ball of sunshine. sunshine. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. If it's your dying wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how you mention it because it seems like all we are pursuing in life is happiness, right? Mm. Bring happiness to ourselves and to the people around us. So this is why when I heard of this research, I was very, very sad. Mm-hmm. You know, according to a certain research, humans are not designed to be happy. What do you mean? Why I know. That's so I know. disappointing. That's so sad, right? So this research says that we are designed to survive and reproduce. That's it. Happiness is more like a transition state of emotion. Sometimes oh. we feel it, sometimes we don't. But it's not the end goal. Wow! Actually, that gives a lot of perspective. It just means that you're not expected to be happy 100% of the time. Right. Mm. So today, we are going to unpack the concept of happiness, what motivates us, and talk about why happiness should or should not be regarded as the end goal in life, but rather as part of our journey. But first of all, I want to ask you girls, are you happy? Okay, it's ironic in- that we're doing an episode on happiness because I'm actually having a very bad day. Oh no, oh, no. I can't say I'm happy right now. But in general, I think I am happy. Yeah. Mm. But remember what you always say? Mm? It is a bad day. Not a, not bad, a bad, bad life. life. Thank you, girls. Yes. Thank you. Are you girls happy? I think I'm quite happy. Okay. Generally. Yay. Like every day. Oh, yay. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's good. It's true. Why, why are you hesitant to say that? That's a good thing. Yeah, because I feel like um, sometimes it's hard for me to be sad. It's, it's very easy for me, me to be sad. It, oh, yes, yes, yes. It, it, it tires me out to, to quarrel, to cry, to feel upset. I'm just like, fuck this shit. I want to be happy. That's it. And, and then my, oh. my mind actually conditions myself to be happy. My heart and my body to be happy. Correct. I'm pretty close, I'd say. Right. And very recently, I had a time where I was just very affected by something mm-hmm. and it got me really, you know, riled up, sad. Mm. And then usually, right, you all know I'm like a five, ten minute girl, you know? Like angry, five, ten minutes, sad, five, ten minutes. And after that, I just rod my mouth and I'm done. Yes. But then, Interesting. this one, I couldn't really shake it off. Yeah. It lasted a day. By day mm. two, I was still, you know, affected. Mm. By day three, I was still affected. And then I felt so tired, right, from being like, trapped in this negative Nancy cycle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I need to be happy. But I don't think you can say I need to be happy, right? Sometimes you just need to give it time. Like, the more pressure I put on myself to be happy, the more I can't feel happy. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right, right, right. I feel you. Okay, so let's talk about this. What are some things that makes you feel unhappy or dissatisfied? It can be work, it can be personal. Stress from work. Okay. Right? It can be disrespect mm. from people, disrespect from, you know, just anyone, friends, uh, friends disappointing you, letting you down. Right. Um, or if I order an ice matcha with oat milk and it comes with 
dairy milk. Yeah, that oh, makes me sad too. Sometimes. That makes me so yeah. damn upset. Yeah, like or it literally I, breaks my day. If I go to McDonald's and mm. they run out of McFlurry, I'm also oh. sad. That makes me sad. Do they ever run out? No. Yeah. Sometimes they will say the ice cream machine is broken and then they can't give it to you. You know what I'll do? I'll yeah. drive to the next McDonald's. Oh my gosh! Just Easy. to get the McFlurry. <laughs> I'll just I cry. need to be happy. <laughs> Driving is faster, okay? <laughs> I feel like for Jeremy's case, yeah. external factors makes her upset. That's true. But for me, it's more of like personal factors. Oh. Like if I don't perform as well as I think I should have at work, it upsets mm. me. Mm. Yeah. And uh, if I think I have 10 things on my to-do list today and I only achieved maybe three, I'll be upset at myself. Can you okay. tell me the next time that happens? So I can tell you hazy, but you achieved three. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> okay, okay. You were okay. a ball of sunshine, yeah, Ezra. <laughs> on your deathbed. She's, she was such a ball of sunshine. Can you say it with more sincerity, please? Oh, she was such a ball of sunshine. I miss her every day. <laughs> Let's save it for another 50 years. Okay. 50 years, okay. Mm, okay. Can, can, mm. can. okay, I think it's not so much upset or makes me sad, but I think a feeling that I'm uncomfortable with is like feeling lost. Feeling oh. lost. Ah, okay. That makes me uncomfortable and not as happy as I should be. Oh. I don't know if I can call it sad. Mm. But sometimes when, you know, it could be anything, right? Where you just feel a bit like you don't really know where you're going. Okay. Or you don't really know Uncertainty, your... Uncertainty, right? Yes. Yeah. When's the last time that happened? Maybe end of last year or early this year. When I've... That's a long time ago, man. <laughs> Yo, sister. Yeah, where I felt a bit like, mm, where am I going with my job actually? Right. Yeah. Okay, but that's cleared now and you're good. Yes. Alright. Cool. You know, according to a research done, we don't have a number for Singapore, but in the USA, a survey conducted found that most US women are unhappy. Huh? More unhappy than men are. Why? Because of how society treats them. So oh. one of the reasons they cited is actually social inequality. So women that experience higher levels of anxiety and more like mental challenges like depression, anger, loneliness, restless sleep, you name it. I can it. understand that. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, it's personal safety but also your mental well-being. Mm. Just, yeah, being the minority or... Right. Uh, but you know what's interesting? At the same time, the study also suggests that women report having more purpose in their lives. Oh. Maybe it's, it's because of what you said. Like, they have more responsibilities, right? They're the main caregiver in the family. But this is what gives them purpose. Okay, that's mm. interesting. Yeah, and having meaning and purpose in your life is actually associated with living better and living longer, no? Mm. But here's the thing, right? Especially with social issues, for example, that right. has been mentioned. Yeah. If you can't really do anything about it, is it really worth being unhappy about it? I don't think it's, um, you know, I want to be unhappy because the world mm. treats me unfairly. But I think it's because we're human at the end of the day, right? right. Mm. So, so, let's say if someone... Let's say if it's a room full of men and they disrespect you as a woman, mm. but you know that your counterparts would never be spoken to in that way, spoken mm. down to mm -hmm. in that way. Mm. It makes you feel sad as a human, right? Not as a woman, but as a human. Right. Yeah. You know, I have a friend. Yeah. Mm. She is, the glass is half empty kind oh. of person. What does that oh. mean? So, you know, when you look at a glass and yeah. that's half full, you can either see there's half full of or half empty. So she is very negative? She's very negative. Okay. So whatever happens, she somehow can see it as a bad thing that happens in her mm. life. And oh. as a result, she's putting all this negative energy out there. And I honestly don't enjoy speaking with her. Oh. It's tiring, like, no? It is. 
like all the time she'll complain about work, um, her income, her family, her friends, and then it's just it's just tiring. Mm. Mm. So this brings me to my next question. Should we strive for happiness? Or is she just feeling better like that? That she's complaining on a daily basis, not Absolutely, being happy. Absolutely, you should strive to be happy or find happiness in the little things. But right. I also do think that you can't feel, you can't make someone feel guilty for being sad or being mm. angry about certain things that happen in their lives. I agree. You can't always be like, don't feel this way, like, you should be happy, you mm. should be happy. Sometimes they just want to feel sad, mm. right? Um, and I think one good way to strive for happiness, I actually learned this from TikTok, thank you, TikTok. <gasps> we are very primed to find trauma in our lives. We are very primed to find the things that make us sad in our mm -hmm. day. But mm. we are not primed enough to look for what we call glimmers in our day rather oh. than the triggers that make us sad. So glimmers are things that make you feel joy, make you feel at peace. Things like, you know, playing with your animals or your friend, you know, complimenting you or just, just a nice hug from someone that you love. Those are glimmers. And once you start noticing them more and more and you're like, oh, that made me happy, that made me feel at peace you will start to feel happier, naturally. Because you stop, you stop looking for the bad things and you start looking for the good ones. What Jeremy just said reminds me of how I feel about, I think happiness to a certain extent is also tied to gratitude. Mm. Yeah. If you're grateful for things, mm -hmm. that's how you can see it as, you know what, this may be shitty, I may be in a shitty place, but I still have this. But I'm grateful for this. Right. And when you start yeah. recognizing the things that you actually have, you stop focusing on what you don't have. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is very a very strong tool. And mm. I think it should be something that we practice every day. You don't necessarily have to write it down. Things I'm thankful for. But just tell yourself in your head at the start or at the end of your day, right? Mm. Three things that I'm thankful for. My family, you know, the fact that, you know, I... I uh, had a good meal today. Just simple things, really. Right. Hey, I actually jotted down oh. three things that I'm thankful for today. Okay. So at oh. this point of recording, it's about um, 1 p.m. Yes. in the okay. afternoon, and there's really so many things I'm thankful for. Okay. Oh, wow. Question. Mm -hmm. Are we on that list? <laughs> yes, you actually oh, are. Really? Okay. So the first thing. Yeah. Waking up. I think this is taken for granted. You know how many people go to sleep and not wake up the next day? Every day that you open your eyes once again after a good night's rest. Mm -hmm. Feel thankful, feel blessed. You're okay, right. So this is one thing that I'm happy for. Okay, number two. Yes. I had a nice glass of matcha latte today. Oh my god, me too! Oh, yeah. You know, that makes me really, really happy. That's and, great. And lastly, I'm able to do what I love with the people I love. Aww. I'm able to host, do hush podcasts with two of you. My balls of sunshine. Aww. So, so these are the simple but you know, powerful things that I'm happy for today. Mm. And it doesn't mean that mm. you just because you are grateful for things, you will never feel sadness. That's not what we're saying, right? right. You may still, but it's just, you know, changing your perspective a little bit to mm. see that your whole day is not a dark cloud. Yes. There are glimmers of hope mm. throughout your day. Pockets it's true. Rings yeah. of sunshine. Yeah. Rings of sunshine. Or and a ball of sunshine. A ball yeah. of sunshine. <laughs> a big ball. And I'm a firm believer, mm. right, of dark days, sad days, bad things, they are very necessary for you to appreciate the good things and yes. the good days. Mm. Mm. Because as cliche as it sounds, uh, but <laughs> it is. if you don't know pain, oh. and if you don't know sad, if you don't know these emotions, you won't know the highs of highs as well. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say, if you never see the rain, you will never see the rainbow. <gasps> Sometimes I see the rain, but I still don't see the rainbow. Then look harder. <laughs> 
Lucada. Yeah. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, have you girls heard of this? The Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I actually yes. learned about this mm. in school very mm. extensively. What, really? Maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically a psychological theory that outlines the basic needs that a human needs. Um, from physiological needs, so breathing, oxygen, eating, okay. water, mm -hmm. all the way to the top point of this pyramid, which is self-actualization, right? Mm. Um, each level of this pyramid represents a different category of needs. So okay. I'll, I'll just quickly cover them. Physiological needs, air, water, food, and things like that. That's the base of it. Yeah, you okay. have to have them to survive, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Safety needs come on the second tier. So your personal safety. So feeling like your life is not in danger, obviously. Mm. Employment, having a job, okay. having, uh, you know, I guess money. Income. Right? Yeah, okay. income. On top of that, love and belonging, right? So love from your friends, from your family, intimacy, a hug, you know. Mm. If someone spends their whole life alone, I don't think they would feel very fulfilled either. Maybe you do lah, maybe you do. Maybe, but you maybe, do you, maybe, you do you, maybe. Okay. But my love language, physical touch. Me too, so me too, me yeah. too. Hey. Coming above that is mm. esteem. So things like respect, things like freedom, right? Mm. Um, things like strength, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. And at the very top, this is the pinnacle that most people strive to be, self-actualization. Oh. Being your best version of yourself, the most fulfilled, the most actualized. Wow. Yeah, this is the hierarchy of needs. So what, how does it link to happiness? It's quite interesting. There's this idea that cert a certain level of needs must be met before people can even feel happiness. Let's say I have no air, water and food. Okay, I have air, I have no water and food. I'm starving, I'm dehydrated. How can I be happy? Right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. You can't even survive. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And moving on, if you don't have a job, you don't have a steady income, you can't be happy. You're always stressing out about money. You're, You're stressing worried. out where you're yeah. going to get your next paycheck. Yeah. You can't Making be happy. Making ends meet, right? Yeah. Mm. Correct. Mm. And then like what we were saying earlier, if you're constantly being disrespected or, or if you don't have freedom, let's say mm. if you're in prison, can mm. you be happy? I don't know. We go ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, th things to consider. So, have you struggled to be happy while trying to meet your basic needs? While trying to meet basic needs. Well, you know, off the top of my head, the answer mm. is no. I don't think I've ever struggled. Like, I, I think I'm just the kind of person who adapts to whatever that comes. Oh. So, mm. while looking for a job, okay, it mm. might be a, a, a struggle, mm. you know, a painful process. But I try to tell myself, hey, I actually learned something from this process. Correct. Because I was going to say as well, mm. that I don't like the idea. Some people think that way. Only when I get there, I'll be happy. Or when I get this, this will make me happy. Right. I need to achieve this, this, this mm -hmm. to be happy. Mm -hmm. Why can't you be happy along the way? Because I can promise you, once you get there, it's going to feel like, okay, what's next that's going to make me happy? The You're still post, not going to be happy. Yeah, the goalpost, the milestone keeps moving. Correct. Mm. But you don't take the second to look back and see all that you've achieved so far. Correct. Yeah, and you should be proud of yourself for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not just the goal. Like what Hazy said at the very start, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the journey of it and the everyday of it should already be able to provide you some joy. Yeah. You should be able to see positives in it. Absolutely, mm. yeah. That's true, that's true. And I just want to say that this Maslow's hierarchy of needs is not the only model we can follow. No, There's yeah. so many models out there. So don't feel pressurized. Like what we've mentioned, you know, you do you. Do whatever makes you happy and makes you feel, feel fulfilled and sense of achievement. That's yeah. very important for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had this uh, conversation with a friend recently where she was going through a very tough time and she found it very hard to speak up 
or mm. confide in her friends because she didn't want to feel like a burden to her mm. friends mm -hmm. to bring all that negative emotion. Somewhat similar to your friend who always, you know, is always complaining about something. Mm. But I do feel it is important to express right. even your sadness, you know, mm. your anger, mm. um, especially with your closest friends. Mm. Yeah, It is, it is. But what if you are doing that on a daily basis? Do you think it's fair to your friends? I think here's the thing. Even for your friends, they want to be there for you and they don't feel like you are a burden. But I think maybe for most people, maybe it's just a human nature sort of thing. Mm. Like they don't mind listening to, you know, your complaining, your yeah. rants, your whines. But I think maybe people also want to see that you are doing the work and yeah. that you are doing something about it. That's right. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so I think it's important to think about how negative emotions can bring about a positive change in your life. I mean, oh. sometimes they're essential, right? To bring back that positivity. Has that mm. happened to you girls? I would say in recent times, mm -hmm. times where I have let my emotions get the better of me and maybe like lashed out or been upset about something, that has ultimately led me to realising that, hey, maybe I do have a problem regulating my emotions okay. and I should spend more time and do more research on how I can handle that better. Mm. But I think that comes with identifying that you shouldn't be feeling that way or you shouldn't be doing that right. in the first place. Yeah. At least you recognise it. Yeah, you recognise it, mm -hmm. but then now it's like, how do you get better? Right. Mm. For me, I let go of someone in my life who was good for me. Mm. Like, it was a very healthy relationship and we were happy. But at some point, I found that I was not prioritising this relationship anymore over other commitments in my life. Mm -hmm. And I decided to let go of this person. It brought about a very strong negative emotion in me, actually. Like, I lost sleep, I lost appetite. I felt a lot of guilt. Mm -hmm. I think the main mm -hmm. word here is guilt. I mm -hmm. felt so, so guilty, breaking his heart. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll ever stop feeling guilty about it in my entire life. But at the same time, is it selfish of me to say that it makes me happy? Like, it makes me feel like, oh, now I can really go after what I want. Not like he was holding me back or anything. It's so hard to put this in words. But I just felt like I needed a break from all of that and just focus on myself mm. and things that really mattered to me. Let's say you decided not to embrace those negative emotions. You decided to push them away mm. and just pretend that everything's fine. Mm. Five years later, you're married. Ten mm. years later, you're in a, an ugly divorce. Mm. I know that's very extreme, but that is how people end up in those situations. This mm. is life, right? And... and Sometimes you have to be honest with yourself and mm -hmm. embrace those negative emotions for something to come out of it that is better for you. I think, first of all, you're brave. Secondly, I think a lot of us sometimes, unfortunately, are not as brave. We get pressured by society. Yep. Mm. We think about what people think. We think about, yes, we care about the other person's feelings and emotions, but at what cost? Mm. If you're going to give yourself up to care for the other person, are you not going to suffer? And down the line, without being happy yourself, is that person going to be happy? Right. It's like when you're on an airplane, right, and they play the safety video, they uh -huh. say, even if you have someone with you or mm. a kid, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help them. Mm. Mm. If you had chosen the other route, you would have been giving that person the oxygen mask and then you're just going to suffocate. Wow. Yeah. What an example. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she was a bomb. <laughs> yes, she this was. This is why I love my girls. <laughs> <laughs> Question.
question. Okay. Have you heard of something called toxic positivity? Yeah, I think wow. we. Yeah, we we must have discussed this very briefly. Toxic mm. positivity. It's it's exactly what it sounds. What an oxymoron. Oh. Mm, what correct. is toxic positivity? Please refresh my memory because how come this feels so fresh to me? I had a conversation with a friend recently and I think we're both the kind to always try and find the sunshine in whatever situation it is, okay. you know? And at some point, yes, we pass it off as a joke, but at some point we look at each other and we're like, are we being toxically positive right now? Yeah. Like, are we just trying to, you know, grasp at, at whatever little straw of positivity, <laughs> even though maybe... In this situation, should we actually accept that mm. it's not great, mm. that we're allowed to be sad, mm. that not everything has to be happy and positive, and maybe sometimes you really just can't find the positive in a situation? Yeah. Is it okay then, you know, mm. or should you just keep grappling at straws? It's like sometimes, you know, when, let's say, if I lost my job and I come to you guys as my friends and I'm like, I lost my job and I'm really sad, like I'm so depressed and I don't know if I'll find another job. And then one person says to me, just look on the brighter side of life, you know, at least you still have your friends and family. And then someone else says to me, just stay positive, you know, you'll be okay, you'll find something. But that's not, that's not helpful for me to cope with it. Mm. Maybe I just wanted you guys to say, oh man, that sucks, I'm so sorry, you know, mm. that just sucks. Rather than trying to change my state of mind and the way that I feel. I think toxic positivity can show itself in that way as well. Ah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I see what you mean now. Okay, yeah. because your friends just want the best for you. They also don't know whether, should they let you ride in these emotions? Should they let mm. you sit in this puddle of sadness, whatever it is? Or should they pull you out of it? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people don't know the timeline that you are working on. That's true, yeah. Right. Um, very recently, actually, I had a terrible, terrible day. A terrible day, something terrible happened. Um, and then I met a friend and this friend knew about what was going on in, in my day. Um, so I rambled on to give her the details of it. And then um, she completely understood how I felt. She said, listen, I'm going to give you till midnight to feel this way. Oh, wow. I'm not saying that you have to snap out of it completely. But I'm angry right now that someone has made you feel this way. And I don't want this person to have the power over you anymore mm. to make you feel this way. One day is all you get. Mm. Midnight comes, that's it. Wow. That's a very interesting way to look at things. Yeah, mm. putting a deadline on yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've read somewhere, anytime you feel sadness, give yourself 10 minutes to snap out of it. Wow. So I think 10 minutes, it might sound very short. Yeah. But it's actually great because you don't let that emotion in you manifest. You know, the longer it sits in you, the bigger you'll get. The anger, the sadness, you know. So 10 minutes later, just snap out of it. Mm. I think this is one way that we can... Um, it's a practical strategy, I'll say, to make yourself feel better. Sometimes you just don't have the strength for that and you just need to write it out. My suggestion would be go to sleep, wake up and try again. Yeah, sometimes sleeping mm. is like a reset button. Mm. You know, oh, I if, agree. Yeah, like mm. on my way here, I was like, man, my day is not going well. I can't wait to go to sleep and try again tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> that's like, a good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, because you never know. Sometimes it's just, it's just that one day, right? Mm -hmm. And if you wake up the next day and you feel a bit better, then you know, hey, you know, 
Yeah. yeah. It's not you, yeah. Actually, I think food helps as well. Like, I if I'm having food. a bad day and then I can eat like mala hot pot, yes. I will feel happy instantly. Yes. Yeah, I know of people that when they're sad, they go straight to like junk food. Like, make spicy, yeah, like, man. you know, prata, bihun, things like that. Mm. Yeah, but there are certain foods that scientifically boost serotonin in your mind. Hey, like uh, what? Uh? The thing that makes you happy. Um, you'd be surprised no? to know this. Yes, chocolates are one of them. Right. They do boost serotonin. Uh, coffee is another Yay! one. Oh. I have coffee every day. Is that why I'm so happy? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Drink bana- coffee. Bananas. I love oh, bananas. I don't like what are you talking about? Your problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, coconut. Oh, yummy. Yes. Avocado. Oh, love. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Berries. Yay. Yummy. Yeah, just fruit in general is mm. obviously really good for you. This one is surprising to me. Fermented foods like kimchi, Ooh, uh, kombucha, yogurt, Ooh. all of this can help you to main, uh, improve your mood. Mm. Uh, mushrooms. They, they say <laughs> uh, expose your mushrooms to sunlight a few hours before you cook them for the best vitamin D benefit. So Wait, what? Put, put them in the sun before you cook them. Yeah, so yeah, lots of foods that are scientifically proven to improve your mood. Oh, very interesting. Apart from food, exercise. They also release oh. like a sort of like endorphins, right? They do, they do. I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think in that low state, right, to get uh, yourself up, it feels like hell. I know, oh, but trust me, the moment you start working out, you yeah. really feel better. Tested and proven, 100 like, times. I've woken up and you know, like, I've, I've booked like a yoga class and uh-huh. I've been like, why did I do that to myself? <laughs> like, I'm so stupid, right? I, I just want to sleep in bed. Mm-hmm. But immediately after the end of the class, I'm always glad that I made right. myself go. Mm. And you feel yeah. better about yourself I feel better. in general. Yes. I'll yeah. give you another suggestion. Okay. This is something that I do. Oh, mm-hmm. what? I go to someone I love and I go, Anya Ha. Oh, she does that she a does lot. That, yeah, yeah, very often actually. <laughs> <laughs> like right away, we're like, yeah, 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 she does yeah. that. And it helps. And you know what? To wrap up this episode, I just want to share this video that I saw online mm. that helps us feel better about self. Like oh. two little tips that you can tell yourself yeah. um, in order to make your day better. So this article explains how it works, okay? How you can make affirmation work. Okay. First of all, your affirmation has to be in present tense. Oh. Mm. For example, you can't tell yourself, okay, next up, I have to get a job. Because the moment you say next up, that's it. Your mind has lost it. Mm. It won't even think about it. Instead, you have to say, right now, I'm going to try looking for a job. So your mind registers that, okay, you have to do it right here, right now. It's in the present tense. Mm. So it keeps you going. It's stronger. Yeah. And secondly, this affirmation you have in your head must create a picture. Because that's what your mind recognises. Not text, but pictures. So for example, if you tell yourself, I'm not going to eat chocolates anymore. The only thing that your mind registers is the chocolate bar. So mm. essentially, your mind will register or will keep thinking of the chocolate and you're mm-hmm. going to end up eating it. So if you're on a diet and you want to stop eating chocolate, create a picture, tell yourself, I'm going to eat more greens. Oh. So that's what your mind will register, right? Okay. And then you will work towards that. Interesting. I've heard before that the human mind works in such a way that when you say things like don't, um, all the more you want it. Right. I think we all know this. Uh-huh. So some people, you know, they believe that, for example, with a child, instead of saying don't run, you say walk. Oh. 
Oh, parenting tips coming from Azura. Wow. Yeah. No, no, I'm just giving it as oh, an example <laughs> that you can apply to other areas of your life. Oh, okay. <laughs> also another thing that people think, yeah. which is to not use the word try in your life. Apparently, when you use try, try? like I will try to do this oh. um, or I'll try my best. Apparently, when you say that, it conditions your mind um, to believe that you have room for failure. <gasps> So, some people say to ban that word from your life and to use do instead. I will do my best. Mm. I will do this. I like that. Mm. That's so nice. (laughs) Wow, so positive this episode. 2023, please quote me. (laughs) Last but not least, I think, you know, the journey to pursuit happiness, it may seem tough at times, but I think it's definitely achievable. And at the same time, you must really believe in why you are seeking happiness. That's the most important. To me, happiness is going to be in peace. It's as easy as that. Yeah. I think a lot of people build up happiness to be this very complicated and complex thing that they can never then fully achieve. Right. But it's all about looking for happiness in the everyday things. Mm-hmm. That counts for something, right? Mm. That means that you're happy. Are you truly happy? I don't think anyone is going to be 100% happy all the time. Mm. Sure. Yeah, Mm. and no one is expecting you to be so, right? But Mm. as long as you acknowledge the good things in your day, Mm. even if it's something small, I think that's more than enough. Gratitude and gratefulness. And I also believe that that's how the term YOLO came about. Don't you think so? You do things because... You only have one life. And if mm. that makes you happy now, then you do it. Yeah. For me, I've always believed that if something doesn't serve happiness in my life anymore, mm-hmm. then I'll move on. Let it go. Ah. Let it, let go, it go, go and move on. Mm. If I'm not happy here, I'll let it go and move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because why should I stay in that misery? Who the hell said I had to live like that? That's true. It's not fair. No one why? said that. Yeah. Why am I doing that to myself? And another thing that I always use to make decisions is in five years, in ten years, first of all, is it going to matter? Secondly, Ah. am I going to regret? On my deathbed, before people get to say she was a ball of sunshine, will I be like, damn it, I should have just done that. Oh man, I hate living regrets. So I think that way. And then if I think I'm going to be like, god damn, I better do it now. Oh wow. Mm. So so you visualise yourself on your deathbed? (laughs) I don't laugh. <laughs> At the end of your life, will I regret Correct. that? <laughs> yeah, you I think know? what's most important is to live a life worth living. Yeah. Mm. I think that's very, very crucial for me and I, I, I hope for you as well. So, you know, if you want to see us in our YOLO, I mean yellow outfits, <laughs> you can find us on YouTube or Instagram at itscleverty.co. That's right. You can listen to us on me, listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you consume your podcast. And don't forget to turn on your notifications. That's right. We hope that you look for the glimmers in your everyday life. And thank you for tuning in to Hush Podcast. We love you. Yes. See you next We time. love you. Bye. Stay happy. Bye. Bye. She was the ball of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs>